Welcome to the Tactical Tool Belt Climate Tech Podcast. On this show, we focus on how the real estate industry, the world's single largest emitter of greenhouse gases, can leverage climate tech to become part of the sustainability solution. I'm your host, Greg Smithies. I'm a partner on the climate tech team at Fifth Wall, the largest and most active venture investor in technology for the real estate industry. In this podcast, we'll be joined by people on the front lines, the people inventing, investing in, and deploying the climate tech we'll need to make our homes, offices, and communities more efficient, more sustainable, and ever closer to carbon zero. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Tactical Tool Belt Climate Tech. And today I have the fantastic opportunity to talk to Gregory Lettieri, who is the CEO and founder of RTS Recycle Track Systems. And they're doing fantastic things in the world of recycling and waste management uh, for some of the world's largest owners and operators. Um, so, Gregory, before we really dig into what it is that RTS does, would love to hear a little bit about how you got here and um, came to found RTS. Thanks, Greg, and thanks for having me. Uh, so I never thought I'd be in, in the waste and recycling industry. So previous to starting the RTS, um, I was actually running strategy at Bank of America Merrill Lynch for their global banking and markets group. Uh, so one night I was having a, a drink and a cocktail watching sports with a neighbor of mine who was four generations in the waste and recycling space in New York City. And he started telling me how there's such a lack of transparency in service times and pickup and recycling and, and sustainability metrics. And at that time, I knew nothing of what he was speaking about. And long story short, we, we founded the company and I really dove into the business and really in, inspired the team to, to build a, a technology solution for the waste and recycling industry. Yeah, that, that is um, one of the weirder pivots in career that I've ever heard of, right? Ban banking to waste. Um, but there must have been something about this, this problem that you really got passionate about. So, so what was the problem that you were seeing and, uh, and why were you so excited about it? Yeah, so just to, to comment on that, like as a, as a young entrepreneur and founder, when I took the opportunity to my parents, they thought I was crazy. But uh, fast forward, <laughs> they're actually one of the seed investors, and my mother actually works for the company as one of our uh, sales leads. So it's uh, oh, that's incredible. I got everybody to believe in it. Uh, it. It's it's an interesting pivot, but what I saw was an opportunity to really look at a very large scale problem: waste and recycling. It's it's quite a large industry. It's a three hundred and sixty five day a year industry. We service right now uh, 51,000 houses, 40,000 of those in New Jersey. Uh, we service over 1,700 customers. We're responsible for about 13,000 pickups per day. So it's it's a big problem. Waste, uh, if you've read articles on ocean pollution and just GHG admissions when it comes to recycling and food waste, it's a real big problem out there and everybody deals with it. You deal with it at your home, you deal with it in your office, at your school, at your children's school. Um, and we thought we could build a system that could really help drive service uh, and have a focus on sustainability from a data perspective. And, and I can dive into a little bit of, of how we do that uh, a little bit later. But think, you know, asset light business using technology similar to car service, food delivery that we're addressing for uh, waste pickups. 
Yep, and and the the size and scale of your organization is is pretty incre- incredible, right? Thirteen thousand pickups a day is 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 kind of nuts. Um, maybe uh, give us just a little bit of feel of of how that grew and how you got to this uh, to the scale because you didn't really sort of wake up one day and be at thirteen thousand pickups a day. So so what was that journey like? We started small, uh, and we built a platform that had an on demand application that you basically can order a container or a pickup real time, press a button a truck would arrive. And with building that out, you have to build out the scale on the on the trucking side as well. So you need a lot of trucking partners. You got to convince those trucking partners in a pretty, uh, pretty limited industry to be able to adopt technology. So that's something we had a lot of success on. We, we were able to convince Whole Foods in 2015 to give us a pilot in uh, New York City. And the, the essence of the problem there was Whole Foods was doing an incredible job of source separating all their material. So food waste recycling, traditional recycling like cardboard and and plastic, and then the traditional waste pickup. And if you think of New York City and Whole Foods stores, some of them are in residential areas, and this one in particular was. And they were working with a more traditional vendor that at you know later parts of the evening when nobody was looking, some of this recycling material would wake, make its way into the, the waste trucks. And I think really kind of in an essence, Recycle Track Systems was born from that, which was sending different trucks to facilities to pick up those types of material and then track that material all the way to the recycling centers. In that time, the food waste facility uh, we were going to was a farm for composting for that specific site. And really giving the customer an understanding of where this material is going um, and now we've kind of grown from that to be able to say, you know, here's how you reduce waste overall. Here's different things that you can do with our sustainability team from signage education perspective. But the essence of the business is really high touch uh, customer service, meaning from a truck perspective, notification that your waste truck is arriving via text or email, notification the food waste recycling truck is arriving, single stream plastics, cardboard, and then tracking it to the facilities and being able to drive metrics to be able to give customers the data that you know they can either doing the right thing or they can improve and we all can improve but you need data to be able to improve yep yep and and i think the size and the scale of this problem because if if you blow it out for for you know whole, whole foods it, that's that's one whole foods location right but if i think in manhattan it's about 8000 tons per day of waste just coming out of manhattan right so monstrous opportunity and monstrous monstrous problem um Okay, so I think you started alluding and describing a little bit of what it is that you guys actually do in that Whole Foods example, but maybe just uh, just walk me through what is the offering, what do you do for your customers, and why are they buying you? Yeah, so for just we're, we operate throughout the Northeast, so Boston, uh, New York, Chicago, Washington D.C., Philadelphia, with our full tech engagement model. So that means notification via you, you have an application, you can press for a pickup, you can get notified that the pickup is occurring. We also now have grown the business to operate in 33 states on more of a traditional waste collection side. So as we grow with our tech footprint, we'll grow into these other states as well. So the product, we had to make it simple. So we are a waste and recycling company. We are, we are in, employed and, and service some of the largest buildings in New York City. Uh, we service the Met Stadium, City Field, Barclays Center, and a lot of corporate uh, Fortune 5, Fortune 100 customers in New York and, and other markets. And the focus is simple. So on one end, it's service driven, being able to tell facilities and business owners that your truck is arriving. And that's really important from a security and facility standpoint. So 
text or email notification to security guards, facilities team that the pickups are occurring and, and who's entering your building. And then we track all of those trucks to their appropriate facilities. So if it's waste to energy, for example, because customers sometimes want to go to incinerators for waste to energy, we track it to the waste to energy facility. If it's a recycling center for cardboard or plastics, we track it to those facilities. And also food waste, which is about 35% of the waste stream. Very big product for us, uh, tracking food waste to the appropriate facility. We actually made an investment on the food waste side where we have a facility in Newark, New Jersey, where we take food waste and convert it into a cleaning solution. It's a pilot scenario right now. We're only handling you know, a very small amount of tonnage, but I think it's really our North Star as our company when I talk, talk about the circular economy, being able to take these materials that are really either recycled or trash and being able to br breathe a new product out of them. So it's really kind of our for first foray and dipping our toe in into that circular economy mission. Um, and then we've got incredible database, so a, a customized portal that can you can see what services happened for the day, for the month, for the year, how much material moved from the day, you know, day, month, or, or um, day, week, month, or year, uh, and kind of a consolidated database. There's also a lot of other technologies that have come out in the industry regarding IoT sensors, if a compactor is full or if um, you can get some photos taken of a, of a container for contamination. So we've built a lot of integration into our portal, even if it's not our technology and there's some new IoT thing that popped up, we're able to plug it into our system and, and show the customer kind of this, uh, this individual experience, customized experience. And then I've built you know, a really good sustainability team that's working in each market from a policy perspective, speaking to customers, on the real estate side, I think where we've really helped is being part of the property management team. So when there's questions from um, tenants, for example, that are large tenants of a building, we're there for Earth Day events. We're there to ask, answer questions, talk about compostable materials. Are those compostable materials actually recycled? What facility can they go to? And really kind of get into how do we fix this overall account by account, city by city. Yep, that that's incredible. So if if I were to sum this up, it's it's uh, like maybe a, a an Uber for waste, right? Might be the might be the way that some some of your customers think about it. But obviously, sort of on steroids, right? With all of the analytics and the tracking and and all of that stuff that you're also also bringing to people. Um, but I I can you know almost hear some of our some of our audience saying, yeah, but at the end of the day, right? This is this is waste, and and I you know have billion dollar buildings, right? Like why do I actually care about this? So uh, maybe walk us through some of the some of the advantages and and values that your customers see in terms of say uh, lower cost diverted uh, stuff away from landfill. You know the the actual value that the customers see at the end of the day. Yes. Yeah, so I mean, to to the audience that has the the billion dollar skyscraper, we service a lot of them, and I think that the value prop is really simple. So from a from a customer service perspective we are the leader in the space. So if you need things done, we're there, we deliver service, we set expectations, and we track it from a technology perspective. Um, I think you know when you look at us compared to the traditional providers that we're competing against, they're, they're truck-oriented, landfill-oriented, they're labor-oriented. We are sustainability and, and, and tech-driven. Uh, tech so the tenants do care. And I think, sustain, you know, why do you know, it's just the garbage in the bottom of the building. It's a real problem. And I think you see as, especially as people come back to the office post COVID here, the younger generation cares about sustainability. They want solutions. 
they see when the janitorial team potentially is mixing trash and recycling at their desk or what we've implemented a lot of, of buildings is a centralized waste area so that that janitorial can kind of bring it down to the appropriate spots there's a lot of different pieces of the of this of the system that we work on uh, but most importantly is when things get to the loading dock you want to make sure the appropriate trucks are coming and in some of these larger cities those things don't happen and you know everybody turns a blind eye to it but i, I think it's a it's it's a problem that we're addressing um, and even just initially, as we've kind of walked into some relationships, our customer service team and the way we address customers and how we deal with customers is significantly better than our competition. And I think that has also proven the case because people want to understand what am I paying for? What services? There's a lot of hidden fees sometimes with some of these traditional carriers that we don't have. And you also think about that large kind of property management group that we service. There's a couple of customers where we service a thousand locations. There's one uh, restaurant chain that we have 600 restaurants with. That's that restaurant chain for 600 um, companies, uh, 600 locations. We actually work with 60 different local companies to service those locations. Um, and the same for, for some of our other retail clients that have a lot of sites throughout the country. And you want one understanding of what you're paying for and what your services is and also how to be sustainable. Yep, absolutely. And if I were to kind of sum it up, it's through the use of of uh, IoT and connected devices and the ability to track track the trucks and things like that, you are decreasing the cost of the waste management overall, increasing the amount of it that is, say, going to recycling or correct food waste. So that a lot of these companies may have signed up saying, hey, we're going to recycle 100% of, of our recyclables or we're going to um, compost 100% of our food waste, but that never actually happens, right? Because there isn't the other half of the follow through on, on the actual process. So in terms of the value to the customers here, it's it's the ability to actually follow through on what you want to do around waste, whilst also being far more efficient and, and bringing down costs, which to me seems like a bit of a no brainer, right? Yeah, I'll comment a little further. So the beauty of this industry as a founder is we're providing a service that has to occur. So we're not asking a customer to sign on for a new service or asking to replace a traditional carrier. And there's there's definitely cost savings opportunities to be able to streamline those services. But I think just in simplicity, you're paying X amount of dollars to service your large corporate office or multiple corporate offices. Isn't it better if you're paying those same dollars? You know, this is the sales side of me to us because at least you understand what you're paying for and you understand where that material is going. So over time, even if you're still kind of not on the full sustainability wagon yet, which I hope you are, there's still, there's so much data to have where you can make tweaks in purchasing decisions. You can have conversations with different parts of the organization, finance, um, the employees, you can educate your employees. And I think this is the future of not just the waste and recycling space. I think it's the, the future of the workspace. People want to understand what they're, what they're touching inside an office and how is it potentially reused or if it's going to be discarded, how is it going to be discarded? Yep, yep. And I actually uh, will we'll dig back into my, my history here. There was a time when I, when I ran, ran finance and operations for a biotech company. Um, and biotech companies have a lot of uh, biohazardous waste. And... Um, you want that to be going in, in the biohazard uh, waste stream and being picked up by the biohazard trucks. Um, and if you mess that up, A, you get fined, but B, you also probably get sued, 
right? It's a, it's a massive liability around this. And we would have times where, you know, trucks just wouldn't come to pick, uh, pick the stuff up. Um, or the dumpster would be uh, overflowing and we couldn't get in a sort of off-cycle pickup. Um, and those were times when uh, we literally had uh, situations where we had to shut down the lab because we couldn't create any more biohazard waste because we couldn't get rid of it, right? So I, I think there there are situations where people forget that waste is kind of this thing uh, that allows the rest of your business to run efficiently. And if it's not running efficiently, that probably means the rest of your business isn't running efficiently either. Yeah, you, you don't want to walk by, and, and all the people that, that are listening, if they're in property management, you don't want to walk by the loading dock and see that the waste didn't get picked up because that's that's going to be your smell and some other things than rodents to deal with. So that's why I think the service piece is, is so important, using technology to really provide a higher level of service. And then giving you the data and the metrics to be understand what you're paying for and how to be more sustainable. And here's the education and content to 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 educate your team and and your tenants. Yeah, it's it's difficult to justify to your tenants that you're a triple A rated building and get the highest quality tenants there if you can't handle getting the getting the trash picked up correctly, right? That's been part of our sales pitch a couple of times, Greg. Yep, yep, incredible. Well. Look, I think this is a this is a part of the uh, building uh, management and operations world that a lot of our audience probably haven't thought about. Um, but hopefully now they they will think about it a little bit more. It's a massive problem and also a massive opportunity. Um, as I said, eight thousand tons of solid waste coming out of just Manhattan every single day, um, and also a huge opportunity to be cleaner and greener if you can uh, follow through on your company's um, plans to recycle and to compost all of their all of their waste. And um, so, what I would say is, uh, if you think that this is something that you, as a building owner or operator, uh, would like to dig into, um, dig into the waste stream problem, um, you should reach out to RTS and uh, Gregory. Where, where can people find you? So our website is rts.com. Um, I'll give my email address if, if anybody's looking for it. It's, it's Greg G R E G at rts.com. It's pretty easy to remember. And um, we also own zerowaste.com, which is our our under starting our kind of journey onto providing some products as customers look for more sustainable solutions that they can um, see what some of those solutions are. So that's zerowaste.com. Absolutely. Thanks so much for the time. And thanks for uh, opening our eyes to uh, the, the down and dirty parts of, of running a building. Thanks for the thanks for the audience. Thanks for listening to Fifth Wall's Tactical Tool Belt Climate Tech Podcast. For more on Fifth Wall and our efforts in climate tech, visit our website at fifthwall.com.